0: The views expressed come from men who've spent half their lives in grease-stained overalls, inhaling hazardous fluids. Before taking any advice, consider the source. This program will contain humor of a questionable nature.
2: A mechanic tries to fix your car, no matter if you're near or far. Here, change your oil or fix
3: your flat, and he'll do it just like that.
0: Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, hit it! Yeah. It's a little nipply outside and we're
3: having a great day and welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. Uh, you know, just listening to Maya—that's my granddaughter singing. That the, the mechanic can fix your car. Yes, yes, yes. She's eleven years old already. That song—we've been playing that for five years. Wow. She should Tempest do new, fugit. She should do a new
4: <laughs> rendition. You
3: know. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. I got—I got eight grandkids. I should get them all together and do like a choir. So really, what you're saying is
4: she—really, what you're saying is she, want ro- she wants royalties now. <laughs> yeah, I think this looks like uh, it. I like that. She's smart kid. Yeah, uh, da- uh,
5: Trevor is da- joining the, us today. The, the Davy Tabernacle <laughs> Choir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Trevor Hutchison is here from Crown, and we we're going to talk about Wash for a Wish. They raised sixty grand last time. That's good money. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Good money. We're going to raise more this year. Um, Carrie Schmidt's going to be on the phone. Every uh, O P P car, except only three right now, is getting a new Nerf gun where exactly. they can bang the back of the car in front of them, Woo-hoo! and uh, <laughs> chase them around without even following them. And uh, Mike Foley's going to be on the air with us, and Mike's going to talk about Thornhill Cruisers. It's beginning of uh, summer. It's actually the 2-4 weekend. Yes. Which means the 2-4 which is like what you get the beer in the box. No way. Yeah. I thought of that myself <laughs> the other day. Seriously, yeah. There you go. And uh And just He's so you so know, davescornergarage.com get on there it's so the so last quick. week
5: and for the contest. Exactly. Contest yeah. to uh, get yourself to Las Vegas, get a trip
3: around the track yep.
5: and um, get a set of winter tires. Maybe so.
3: get
4: a 2-4-8. Yeah,
3: get a 2 <laughs> 4 eight, and we'll get you a hotel room so you can sleep it off and we'll bring you home and then you'll get you get your set of tires from Salem and we'll get. Your car rustproof and Alan's going to take us out for dinner at the local pub. I am. All right, we're doing all that when we come back after yeah. these messages.
6: <laughs> Alan wants to go. Home.
4: Keep it clean. Welcome keep it clean. back at
3: Dave's Corner Garage, and uh, we're going to be talking right now with Trevor about make a wash for a wish. I'm glad that that's what you said. I thought you said you'd wish I'd wash, and I said I took a shower last night. I don't smell. Wash for well. a wish. Uh, we raised sixty. Thousand big ones. My, that's only twelve dollars US. But that's but, it
2: <laughs> but in Canada, it's incredible.
3: Yeah, they've raised over four hundred and fifteen thousand dollars since they started. That's a lot of kids to send on uh, on that, a holiday,
2: right? That's so, right. Let's yeah. talk about it. So this, yeah, so this charity is for the Children's Wish Foundation. Uh, so our spin on it is that uh, we put on an event each year called Wash for a Wish, where we wash people's cars, uh, and all the money that is donated uh, goes to the uh, Children's Wish Foundation.
3: Right. And they actually pick a family that's needy and they'll send them. And you're saying that the money collected in in this area stays in this area.
2: That's right. So we, we do it uh, throughout all of Canada. And if we have, say, in uh, Sherbrooke, Quebec, we're doing it. So money that's raised locally will stay to help a family locally. And, and that's one of the nice things we like about this. Uh, besides the fact that 100 percent of the funds that are contributed Uh, None of it goes to administration. It all goes directly to help one of the families or one of the children that's uh, involved in this. The other part we like is that uh, many of our Crown dealers, we've got over 250 in Canada, a lot of them like to do things locally to contribute to local charities. So this is a way to do both you can contribute nationally but have a local impact
3: and we should say that this is kids that are terminally ill or seriously ill and it's it's a wish that they want disneyland's i guess is big on the agenda
2: disneyland is huge yeah. um matter of fact uh, the, you know one of the families that uh that we were able to help out last year from brampton uh, they went to Disneyland, but I I, I got to tell you, like there was not a, a dry eye mm. in the house when we met this family. It was uh, what an amazing family. I mean, amazing children, but their their parents are unbelievable. You know, as, as as parents, you know how it hurts you when you see your child yeah. going through something, a- and you're helpless, and, and you just feel helpless. But when you see the joy in the children's eyes, and you're able to. Just for a moment, for for a a day, a couple of hours, to to help take away some of their anxiety and the pain that they have, Uh, it it is a worthwhile...
3: You know, uh, I'll give you two stories of Disneyland. We went to Disneyland back in the 90s, and we wanted to see the Starlight Parade where they have all the lights and everything else and Tinkerbell and the whole bit. The kids wanted to go home, and Barb and I wanted to stay to the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like a reverse Vers- of the, yeah. right? And then we went back I, last year, I think. We stayed at the Floridian, and we were on the park for, for three days. It is absolutely phenomenal. You get into yeah. that mood, and, and you become part of the of the scene. And we just walked and just enjoyed ourselves immensely. Yeah. It's just a, it's a phenomenal place. Now,
2: what is the weekend you're having it? Uh, so we're doing it on Saturday, June 17th. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, you know, we're obviously hoping for, for great weather. But, you know, we, we've had a variety of different weather, but one of the nice things is is that uh, people come out and support this regardless. You know, we've, we've had people since the fall of the year when yep. they come in because that's, uh, you know, traditionally we do about 60% of our business in the fall. We have ones that pre-purchase, uh, you know, or pre-donate if you like to come and say, I'm going to come get my car washed whenever you have it, and they contribute then. We've had ones that contribute on our website uh, all the way yeah. along, we, we have some people that just show up that don't even have a car mm-hmm. that contribute money to it. And, and one of the nice things we do in each area is we go out to our trade partners, to our mechanical shops, body shops, car dealerships. We try to get as many people involved as we can.
3: Steve actually said that he was going to do a topless this year. So if you go, just go to the local one in the Queensway, Steve's going to be there topless from 8.30 till about 9.
5: I, no, 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 no. He was threatening to take your convertible there. Yeah, I, I think, think he's was going to down, down and, yeah. and then filling it up with water. Yeah. We wanted to make sure we were thorough, so we got an inside and out car wash. Excuse me, is this a
4: part where I can jump in and tell you to... Uh... Is,
3: oh, this is our audience, by yeah. the way. That's right. Yes,
4: yeah, so I'm the audience, and you can go to the dugout right now.
2: Yeah. So I can, I can take the Jeep. Steve. Steve. Steve Steve's Jeep will actually serve as a pseudo hot tub for that day. We're just going to fill it with water. And
3: Actually, it's my Jeep. I had it for, for, sorry, had it for oh, here 10 here he years. goes. It, and you guys Please have...
4: call in with a question for Alan and, and uh, Trevor.
3: <laughs> and and you have guys have done it since I've owned it. Not a spot of rust on it except the scratches that Steve's put on it. <laughs> That's <so funny>. about <laughs> it. All righty, let's go to the phones quickly. we got some questions. All right, um, we got we uh, we've got Linda in Woodbridge calling yeah. out of line. Are we going for Linda, what can we do for you?
7: Yes, I own a 2007 Altima Nissan, Uh and in 2013, the company replaced the master cylinder. Apparently, there was some issue with it. Uh, We didn't get a recall, but when we went in for a regular oil change, they said, we're going to replace the part free of charge. Thank you very much. Everything was wonderful. That was 2013. Uh, this week we were driving along and the brake pedal was a bit sticky and my husband said, Oh, probably needs lubrication. So we brought it back to the dealer. Oh no, the master cylinder is shot. You have to replace it. It'll only cost you a thousand dollars. And we said, well, you just replaced it in 2013 and we checked our bills. We have put on 32,000 K as you can tell, I don't drive a hell of a lot. So, um, we were astounded. We said, well, the part must have been defective. No, no, it's Nissan uh, parts. It's not off, off whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. So we argued and said, there must be something wrong. How could a master cylinder go in 30 in some odd thousand K? And the dealer said, nothing we can do. So we called customer service and they said, oh, madam, it's out of warranty. And We went, well, wait a minute, it's the replacement we're complaining about, not the original. Mm -hmm. And they said, basically, tough luck. And the customer service guy there, when I said to him, that's terrible customer service, his answer was, yeah, I guess so.
3: Mm. Oh, wow, that's horrible. Uh, uh, Speaking of customer service, we're going to put you on hold for just a sec. We've got to pay some bills, and we're going to come back and look all this up so we get some answers. Okay, now that we've got all our technical issues hooked up, <laughs> you've got it hooked <laughs> up. It's a red button there for a reason, doorknob. All righty, we're talking with um, Linda in Woodbridge yes, about her Nissan Altima, and she got a, a terrible reply, eh? Wouldn't you say, Dave? Well, the truth is, Linda, there's a reason for it, for the thing failing. It should never fail for the life of the car, actually. For the so, life
7: of the car? I'm on yeah. my second, and my car has 109K.
3: Right, so there's a reason why this is happening. It's, it's not the part that they're replacing, but there's something wrong with the installation or there's something wrong as an alignment with it or the fluids or something. There's something causing this. So what I suggest you do is I would contact that office again, uh, talk to the DSM, which is the technical service manager there, and uh, see what they have to say. Uh, being it's a safety issue, I don't think they should blow you off. I think the bottom line is they should be... Uh, looking after, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Looking after. So the, the district service manager or the technical service manager... Make sure that you do get a hold of those people.
7: You do think I have recourse?
3: Yeah, Absolutely. because it's a safety issue.
7: Yeah, well, so I thought, you know. But as I said, they really blew me off, maybe because I'm a woman. No, nope.
3: I oh, we had that argument for supper last night. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, lots of luck. Keep us <laughs> in touch. Let us, yeah, let us know what happened. Okay. That's a very, very interesting. Safety issues. By the way, they're more freaky about emission issues than they are about safety issues. It's weird about that.
5: I mean, you would think that since they, they had a recall and changed the part, obviously it's defective. But sometimes early on in the recall, though, they're putting back the same part because they haven't re-engineered Re- it yet. Uh, airbags.
3: I mean, they're, in- they're installing the old technology. Mm-hmm. Until just recently, they changed the technology. And exactly. Then
5: they have to do it a second time. All right, we're going to go off to St. Catherine's next and speak to Millie, who's got a... PT Cruiser. How can we help you, Millie?
1: Yeah, it's a PT Cruiser rag top with a roll bar. I like that
3: one. It looks so 30s.
1: Well, I liked it because it's easy to load for groceries. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I had uh, to get the body paint done, and uh, I took it into what I thought was a reputable paint shop, uh-huh. and I have never had the rag top down, and I'm one of these people who don't like the bugs in the teeth, you know. So uh-huh. anyway, the technician told me they had to have the rag top down to do the paint job, and I, d- I really didn't think anything of it, took the car home, and now the power automatic front windows know, longer close or align with the rear windows there's about a two inch Mm -hmm. gap and so it's a safety issue you can't take it out on the highway that way you don't want to get suctioned out and then there's the theft issue like it would be like uh, you know a big sign enter here what Mm -hmm. do
5: i do Uh, did you go back to the body shop
1: they just laughed at me
3: they laughed at you? Yeah, they
1: said there's nothing they can do. And I thought, well, you're the guys that had the top down, and it was pr- working perfectly fine before. I never had the rag top down before.
3: Did you talk to the owner?
1: The the owner of the shop, I think, is retired. I don't know.
3: Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. Um, the only thing I can think of why that's happening is because if you haven't used it an awful lot, it could get stiff, you know, like because it hasn't been oiled and, and worn, and it doesn't work properly because it's too stiff. It may just be that it has to be uh, serviced as far as lubrication is concerned.
1: Like maybe but, put it up and down a few yeah, times. Yeah,
3: run, run it through a couple of cycles. Mm-hmm. Make sure the engine's running. Have the engine running because yeah. you want the alternator well, this to be charged. When I
1: was worried, I thought, what if they, they did it when they weren't supposed to have it? You know, I had left the manual with them, and there's all kinds of instructions. I had never read that because I never used it. But the thing is, uh, should I take it to a reputable like a, a Chrysler dealer?
3: I would first run it through some cycles. Like oh. start it up uh, and and run it at least five, six times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then see what happens when at, the, at the final end of it, if it does everything line up. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, then, yeah, I would stop it at the Chrysler dealer. Get them to give you a report of what they think is wrong. Mm-hmm. And if it's a large amount of money involved, I would definitely contact the body shop and say, look, this is what I found out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you to contribute towards it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like find out who the owner is right now. Yes. Eh? Not just the technicians. Well, the body
5: shop you mentioned, is it independent or part of a big chain?
1: No, it's not a big chain. It's a very small.
5: Yeah. Well, obviously, there's still going to be an owner there, and you'd think there'd be somebody who's concerned about the reputation in the neighborhood, and they're going to hold up.
3: But I have a feeling it was because the top hasn't been put down for a while.
1: Well, it had it had never been used. You as see, yeah. Issue. yeah. And
3: I'm thinking that the mechanism is stiff because it hasn't been used for while. I well. see, I so see. But just...
1: you'd be worried, too, if there's like a two-inch gap, right? Well, obviously,
3: yeah, that shouldn't be there at all. Yeah, it's noisy. You drive on the highway, the wind is blowing like crazy. You wouldn't be worried. You went through water in
4: West Virginia with <laughs> the windows wide I down. I didn't
3: go through. I went under.
1: <laughs> you should see me drive. I go like a bat out of hell. So I'd Good for some... you. Good for you. Good name for, for son. <laughs> okay, okay, I won't keep you. Thank you ever so much. Keep Laughing. this is what Thank we you. Need to do wow.
5: I <laughs> wonder if her husband's Meatloaf. Oh, yeah, you're so funny. Well, no, because she drives like a bat out of hell, and Meatloaf was in town this week. <laughs> That's, That's that always was great. Because you?
4: there's a new. Play shaking on. shaking his head. <laughs> there's a new musical <laughs>
3: happening. It's phenomenal. It's called <laughs> Bat Out of Hell. You, Alrighty, we're going to come back, but, but, and we're going to talk about how Cron actually got started. That's
5: it? Take
3: this How <laughs> long have you been doing this show? All right, this is Dave's okay. Corner Garage. Nice I, to see you, Evan audience. You, you caught me with my meat loafing.
4: Oh, oh you're oh. so quick for a
5: guy who's losing <laughs> hair. Give us a call. We'll be right back.
3: <laughs> okay, welcome back. Uh, it took 54 years to produce one million examples of the Porsche 911. The last one that they built is, a, is green in color. Mm-hmm. It has a houndstooth interior. It's going to do the route, uh, show it around the world, and then go to the Porsche Museum. So there's an instant billion-dollar car. Yeah, but it's not even going to be available to the public. No, no, it's, they just put it away. But it's a million 911s. Wow. Man, there's a lot of backs they hurt there. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the green room this morning when we were talking, Trevor showed me this picture of a hydropole that blew up.
2: It just completely was smoking. that's from the oh, you were saying from the salt Yeah so so what happens? you know you see you see the hydro lines, you got the wooden pole and what happens is uh, as it starts to warm up yeah. and the salt the, the deicing chemicals have been on the road, uh, there was an incident last year down in the city of Toronto where it happened and, and up in Caledon where I am uh, two weeks ago uh, and the uh, firefighters attribute, uh, this to the salt actually corroding and uh, well, in the, it, downtown.
3: Uh, oh, sorry, the downtown building, the RBC bank building, the transformer in the ground blew up. Could that also be from the salt?
2: uh it, it could be. It's 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 hard to tell. I don't know if they released anything on that. But the one they released last year that was on the, on the news that yeah. was downtown. Uh, that's they attribute it to the same thing.
3: Interesting. Yeah. So, as a corrosion specialist, is there are there other options
2: for taking ice off the road? Uh well, I mean sand, right? Yeah. You know, ones use ones use sand. Um, so sand doesn't doesn't cause the direct corrosion that say the de icing agents do, but what it does is sand will then start to uh, cause more abrasion underneath the vehicle. Mm-hmm. right. So you, so you it causes other issues. Yes. Right? It blows the paint off and damages the windshields. Right. And, and and then the you know you you have environmental issues you have cleanup issues so there's there's a lot of factors that go into why municipalities choose certain types of uh, their deicing management program. You know, when I was a kid, we used to have
3: coal uh, to heat the house. Why wow, right? you're old? Really? Well, I was I was. Maybe half a year old.
0: Coal. <laughs> shoveling <laughs> what year you shoveling in? coal
3: in the fifties, in the mid fifties, wow. the guy would come from Dominion Coal mm-hmm. with a sack on his back, and they would throw it down the chute. And my job was to shove it into the the coal putter inner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the
4: coal <laughs> putter in <inner. Yeah.
3: laughs> And uh, at the end, we took the clinkers out and we threw them on the driveway and on the sidewalk. So I mean, maybe coal is it. <laughs> <much. laughs> <laughs> All for people of West Virginia, but th- so there's always been an issue—the salt on the road in that. Yeah,
2: there, there's always been an issue. I mean, you know, things that have been used, like what they're putting on the roads now, they've used for dust control, like calcium chloride, yeah, and that's yeah. been used for dust control for decades, right? On on gravel roads and things like that. Uh, I mean, f- for a long time, they put oil, right, on the yes. gravel roads to, to, I, to, I remember to keep the days, dust yeah. Cottages. Down,
4: right? Cottage Country still does that. Um.
2: Right. We used to oil your car and go on the dirty road. And <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. That, that, that's what happened. So, I mean, you know, as 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 technology continues to uh, to change and evolve, <laughs> there'll there'll be other things that come out. Well, I imagine it's only going to get worse. I mean, because what people
5: don't realize what's happening is, is the salt in the water. It turns that water into an electrolyte and, and that conducts electricity. And this is where you have that problem. Um, and the cars now have more electronics on them than ever. A lot of these circuits run on low voltage. Um, so you're going to have some interaction between the 12, the 5 system, um, and, and of course, the connectors themselves because there's low current. They get corroded. Hey,
3: it doesn't work. We've got all these self-driving cars apparently yeah, coming on board. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. The audience has a question. audience has a
4: question. So we're in a boating <laughs> season now, RVs and stuff like that you see seen people starting to, should they spray with Crown, like their trailers, the boats at all?
2: Well, a, a lot of people do their RVs for sure. They usually do them before they store them or once they bring them out, right? Uh, because a lot of times those are sitting throughout the winter and they're yeah. covering them. Uh, for boat trailers, for sure, the, you know, the trailer itself. Uh, again, because it's used seasonally. Sometimes that's the worst part. If you don't drive something often enough, it's, it's the moisture that's such an issue. Right? If you were driving it and you you had the, the air, the, the moisture's getting wicked off. But a lot of times when when equipment sits around, it just seizes. Uh, yeah. Dave's,
4: Dave's treadmill is just like that.
2: You're I
3: mean, absolutely right. It sees solid. No, we get those calls. <laughs> Some from all the clothes <laughs> hanging on it. We get those calls at the shop, you know. Um, Granny
5: passed away, and now we want to resurrect Great. the car. Uh, except that the car's been sitting in the driveway for two years. And, and in most cases, it's like, no, just throw it away. Yeah. Um, because it's it's rusted away terribly.
3: So best time to do this is in the spring, right? Yeah. Because that's when everything is active. And the, the,
2: so you right. actually wash it underneath, and then you spritz it. That that's right. And and you know you've got a lot of customers that are that are members of car clubs, and a lot of people that will store vehicles over yep. the winter, and they think, well, I store my vehicle, I, it never sees the you know the snow. It's not out there in the winter. But you know, you take this week's a perfect example. So people see the great weather we had at the beginning of the week. Great, I'm going to bring my vehicle out. And then we get the temperature drop. So we went from 30 degrees to seven degrees, yeah. right? And then you think about all the moisture and you've still got the residue on the road. And now all of a sudden, you know, vehicles that haven't seen the winter... Will start to corrode. You'll see it on brake lines. You'll see the impact on the electronics. That's why you need to spray the vehicle. And that's why the spring's the best time. You know, to we do have
3: uh, 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 Carrie Schmidt coming on next, and he's going to talk about the roads. And I'm t- probably going to hear about a bunch of guys with blown tires yeah. and trailers with the bearings of seized and things like that because people haven't done, done the maintenance before putting things out there and back into use. They're reactive rather than being proactive. proactive. Yeah, which is absolutely the wrong thing to do.
4: No, exactly. And if you I can get... see a lot of this stuff on your website, too, what to do with it.
3: Oh, yeah, and you get
2: 10 bucks off if you go to his website. I saw okay. the coupon. <laughs> oh, of course.
4: It doesn't get you into Walmart, though, but it gets you into his place. Yeah. What's, your, what's your website again?
2: Uh, so it's crown.com, and you go on there, and, and you'll actually see a lot of maintenance tips as well. Uh, yep. That's a big part of the website is, is, is doing good preventative maintenance at this time of year. You know, get your, get your tires changed over. If you haven't got them changed over, get them done. Do your spring maintenance on your vehicle then go get your vehicle. I have spray. to tell you, no,
3: this, you the Crown stuff is free. Because <laughs> they they charge you like a hundred and ten twenty bucks to do it. Yeah. It's a hundred and twenty dollars in labor yeah. <laughs> And the spray is nothing. <laughs> but is they quick. put on a good show.
5: I was I was really impressed the last time I watched it. There's lots of windows in the shop, and you yeah. get to watch those guys. There's like 10 of them, and they jump
3: on your car, and they spray it. It works. It's amazing. absolutely amazing stuff. Okay, we're going to be talking to Kerry Schmidt about the new Nerf guns that are going into the OPP cruisers and other things today on the highway, because last year, I think six people were killed on the long weekend, so it's serious business. I know we fool around a lot on the show, but let's talk some serious stuff with the OPP this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with your calls and more right after this break. All right, uh, we got a quick question for Crown, and then we're going right over to the OPP. So got Ed on the phone, he's calling from Scarborough. Ed, what can we do
8: for you?
6: Hi. How's everybody today? Great. Yourself? on uh, hanging in there. Good. <laughs> uh, I just had my car rust-proof there last week from Crown,
8: uh-huh. and uh,
6: I got all the oil in the driveway. Well, not a lot, but there's a lot of spots. Mm-hmm. Is that easy to clean off, or is that... Uh... Y-
2: yeah, it is, Ed. What, what type of driveway do you have? Is it uh, asphalt or yeah, interlocking asphalt stone? asphalt
6: with, uh, you know, one of the sealers on it. You know. Okay.
2: So if, if you've got it sealed, it's, it's really easy to get off. Uh, generally, once we get a good rain... Uh, you'll actually see that dissipate because the asphalt's got petroleum in it. Mm. Um, but it can be removed with a simple degreaser and that. And w- what we can do for you is uh, if you need, uh, I can talk to you off air and get you some from our local shop, and that'll help you out with it. You can also use something as uh, simple as a laundry detergent with a little bit of warm water. Okay. And it'll it'll just draw it out of I the I use asphalt. cat litter. Yeah. yeah.
6: Uh, yep. I'm think- thinking about resealing my driveway. Yeah. Uh, I guess I should make certain that's off there before I reseal it. Or uh, uh, how yes. old?
2: How old's your driveway?
6: Oh, about maybe uh, ten years old.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'd get a little bit of it out. It'll you'll have a little bit of discoloring, but once you seal it, you won't see it at all. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Thanks all for right, calling, thank Ed. You. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Right. Right, super.
3: Okay. Let's go right to the OPP and Kerry <laughs> Schmidt's on the phone. Saw you on television last night, Mister Schmidt.
6: Oh, boy, I hope I wasn't behind you. I'll, I'll shoot you with one of our uh, rocket launchers.
3: Yeah, we were tired with the Nerf guns. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that's really remarkable now that you, you can actually pop a, 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 what do you call that? A, a device. A device on the guy's back end and follow him along by a uh, Yeah, by the...
6: you want to call it a dart or a tag? It's a GPS tracker. And uh, we've got three vehicles right now across the province, and they're out uh, doing a pilot project to see if this is something that would be beneficial for us moving forward. Because if we get involved in a fail Stop! uh, And driver is driving dangerously and aggressively. We're always balancing the uh, the the risk to public safety. We don't want to cause more risk uh, to someone else being involved in a collision or getting hurt because of someone else's behavior. So, if we can get behind this vehicle, give it a quick uh, rocket launch and tag it with uh, this GPS tracker, we can back off the. the, the driver, the suspect, very often when they think that we've uh, disengaged from them, they're going to kind of assimilate back into traffic, try to be inconspicuous. And uh, they, don't, may, they may not know that we're actually tracking them. We know exactly where they are. And uh, if they uh, stop and get out, well, we can get them on foot. Or if they even stop and try to take the tracker off, you know, at least then they're not driving their vehicle anymore and we can go in and make an arrest. So no. can so, you
5: follow this from your the screen right in your car, or does this information come from a dispatcher?
6: Yeah, it comes right from the dispatcher. So they will give us pretty much real time updates as to where this vehicle is. We were doing a demo yesterday, and we could, we could watch uh, the vehicle that we, uh, we targeted. Mm-hmm. And as it's going down the highway every second, it's pretty much giving me an update location, direction, speed, and it overlays it on the maps. So we know exactly where this car is or vehicle is. Uh,
3: just a quick question How safe are we out there this, this morning?
6: Well, right now, tr- in terms of uh, traffic right now, it's moving uh, along really well. And that's Good. Serious to report. We had a few things overnight. Obviously, unfortunately, some of those big fours that we always see, uh, aggressive drivers and impaired drivers, and and that is uh, certainly not what we want to see. Last year, actually, it was four people who died. Uh, not the 60s, oh, you thought. Okay. It, you know, we had four fatalities last year over the Victoria Day long weekend. And uh, and really also, one thing to be mindful of, we're focusing on off-road vehicles, ATVs, and marine, uh, because uh, you know, everyone's put their boats in the water. Water levels are really high. Water's moving fast, and the water is still very cold. Uh, we've had three deaths already this year, uh, people in boats, and two of them were not wearing light jackets. So it's just, it's just common sense. Put your seatbelt on in your car. Wear life jacket when you're in the boat and uh, off-road vehicles. If you're uh, quadting, ATVing, or whatever you're doing, uh, we've already had four people die this year already. Wow. And uh, and this weekend, there's going to be a lot of folks with their quad machines and dirt bikes uh, ripping it up. Uh, trees are going to be down, and if you lose control on some uh, wet, muddy ground and you go down, if you're not wearing a helmet... Uh, you're gonna you're gonna end up uh, in pretty bad condition. Kerry, so. you
3: know yeah. I've been a biker. I I rode a bike for for many many years. I put over 100,000 kilometers on it. But these bikers scare me when they come through the middle of the the traffic. You
6: know and lane splitting. Yeah. yeah, you know what? And street bikes as well. If you're on the highways, obviously you're a vulnerable road user. They don't think they're vulnerable because they think they're indestructible. Yeah, doing uh, doing twice the speed limit. But when they go down, oh my goodness! It, it, it is it, it's it's so. It's so uh, traumatic for uh, for those people. Well, in and, some
5: uh, some jurisdictions, lane splitting is what, which is what you're talking about, is actually yeah. legal, though, isn't it?
6: Yeah. Well, it's not in Ontario. Okay. Sure. When you're in the lane, uh, you own that lane, and, and going between traffic, it is so dangerous. Anyone who who just moves over a little bit or makes a lane change, yep. and you're you're doubling your speed, uh, you know, I, I know down in some countries where all the motorcycles all gather to the front of the lights, and then they they uh, they take off, and, and there's there may be merit to that. But that is not legal here in Ontario, and uh, that is certainly uh, uh, a form of aggressive driving. And I, I've been to crashes where people have been driving down the highway, and a bike comes by and basically blows their doors off, and they get so frightened they actually lose control of their vehicle. They they jerk the wheel off yep. because they're 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 so uh, they're so surprised by it, and uh, they go in the ditch, lose control, roll over, and and people getting hurt because of that. So I, I wish I wish riders would just. Have that little bit of common sense, a little bit of uh, uh, responsibility. And and if you want to do that kind of driving, go to a track where you can actually open it up and have some fun. He's not on the highway. We call them. Uh,
3: my doctor calls those guys organ donors.
6: Yeah, I've heard that, <laughs> I've heard that yeah. phrase as yeah. well. And it's too, too uh, sadly, that is the case. All yeah. right,
5: Kerry, thanks for joining us today.
6: Hey, my pleasure. Hope you have a great long weekend. Uh, you too. Hope stay everybody safe.
5: stays safe, pays attention to their driving, and doesn't don't drink. And
6: you can take Tuesday off. It's, well, hey, thank you. All right. Well, I'll, I'll take your advice. All care. Right, take care. Bye, care, everyone.
3: Barry Schmidt's available at any 400 series highway. Just look for him at the black and white stand. <laughs> and he'll be glad to help. And now, if you feel that bump from the rear, you'll know what it is. This is Dave's Corner Garage. What the hell we'll is that. Ready? What does that mean? All righty, just a little bit of news for you uh, Fiat Chrysler is recalling $1.2 million. That's with the M. M? Uh, Pickups over a fatal flaw. Apparently, uh, a a sensor gets broken, and when it rolls over, the airbags don't fire. So if you're getting a recall about this, take it seriously. It's a serious item. Uh, So it's a Ram pickup. You've got a Ram pickup. You should be getting some information from Chrysler. Uh, Ford has announced that they're opening a new transmission plant in the United States. Thank you, Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Creating 800 more jobs. So it uh, looks like well, all his barking and yelling is actually doing something. They're spending $1.4 billion on that. Is that with a B? That's what with a B. And uh, GM has announced they will no longer be selling cars in India and in South Africa. Why? Not making any money. They've what? been subsidizing the sales there for a long time, and they're more profitably interesting to be not doing that. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. eh? <laughs> so they're going to save $100 million a year. It means the price of your car is going to go down.
4: Yeah, right. (laughs) That'll happen. (laughs) And the last
3: one, one more. Uh, Uber it's always in the news, uh, must return stolen files from Waymo. Waymo was a company that produces these self-driving cars. The guy who was doing that stuff with them left and went to work for Uber, took a lot of the information with him, yep. and now they, were, they lost in court, and they have to develop their own filing. Mm. So uh, it's, a lot of guys say there's never going to happen to self-driving cars. It may be self-driving trucks, but only on the highways. So well, that's I, it.
4: I why would they say that? That's absolutely coming down the pipes. Who knows? Yeah, look at Tesla stocks. They're the number one brand in the world right well, now. Well, they've
3: just been recommended not, not by...
4: Yeah, right, uh, by the other companies saying <laughs> that. But they're, they're making <laughs> too much money. But,
3: but they're losing about $100 million a year. Yeah. I
4: don't understand how yeah. that works. Yeah. You know? Well, look, there's somebody who ran for the it's, Conservative Party. He owes some it's money. It's
5: Reagan Always talk to the guys from GM. If you're losing money, just blow them out, you know?
8: <laughs>
4: nice guy. Okay, All right, Maybe. we've
5: got Mike Filey on the phone with us. Mike is from the Thornhill Cruisers,
8: uh, amongst other things, the uh, hats that he wears. Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm about to go out and try and start my Pontiac. For the first time? First time, yeah. Put it away in October, and I have to look under the car cover and see if it's still there.
5: And make sure you got no critters
8: underneath <laughs> yeah, the no either, Yeah, no little right? critters under there, yeah. No, you know, what? I, my wife, when we go to the exhibition each year, she'll buy some of that lavender and mm-hmm. put it in little pantyhose sock <laughs> and fill the car with lavender because they hate lavender. Let Yay. me tell you
3: a story. I wrote an article once where somebody complained about mice under the hood of their car. And I said, you know, two inches of your cat's tail would just hanging from the hood. And the uh, mice will stay. And I got all these letters. You're so cruel. You're so mean. How could you say that? I said, you know, you're absolutely right. One inch would just do. Yeah, we,
8: we've never <laughs> killed a lavender in our life. Yeah. <laughs> so the Thornhill cruisers they've been around for what about 25 years about yeah i joined let's see i've had the car 20 years and the first thing i did and something i would suggest to anybody that has an old car is join up with a club because when i first got my car i knew nothing Mm -hmm. and it was the fellows there the fellows and ladies there who would help me with you know do this or try this and don't go to that guy because he'll rip you off so you really need that little extra help so for the past 20 years we've been getting together talking and helping with this, that, and the other thing, especially uh, new people that have a car and and don't really know what to do with a a car that uses uh, air filters made out of uh, toilet paper rolls and, you know, that.
3: Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) that's for (laughs) sure. See, some of that advice I got when I first got married.
8: (laughs) Is there a parallel
3: here? (laughs) Now, your first uh, first get-together
8: is coming up this weekend, correct? That's right. Monday afternoon, actually, about 5 o'clock, they start together about one in the morning uh-huh. <laughs> but we we really get going about five o'clock and it's at the Canadian tire parking lot on uh, major Mackenzie between Woodbine and 404 on the north side it's a it's a plaza but you'll see the cars start to gather there in addition to the classic cars we will have Jerry and the coasters and they'll be oh. playing 50s and 60s rock and roll stuff mm-hmm. along with um, a number of Elvi I don't know what the plural plural of <laughs> is. But these are Elvi impersonators uh-huh. they're very good I mean they just the crowd just gathers around them they forget about the cars <laughs> and they just want to now sit. it's free oh it's free everything it, everything is it's free 50 free. 50 but that's one of those the money goes to hill house in in, uh, in nice. richmond hill but you don't have to if, if you don't want to but uh we like it. to uh, take advantage take of to be involved. The 50/50. Now
5: question, sir so it's it's free to both uh, you know, visitors and people who are partaking it?
8: Absolutely. There isn't a dollar changes hands. Oh, the only wow. people that get any money out of it are the gas stations that I gotta pay to get there.
3: <laughs> and um, so how many car people do you expect, like how many cars are out there?
8: Oh, golly, we'll have, um, no, I'm guessing because it's a holiday, I would imagine we'll have 100, 150 perhaps.
3: Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So 5 o'clock, the Canadian Tire Store and Major Mac and... 2,900 Major Mac and it's between,
8: uh, just to give you a clue, it's on the north side between 404 and Woodbine.
3: All right. Can't, Can't miss it. All right. Look for Mike and his 55 Pontiac. It's, <laughs> if I get it started. Yeah. <laughs> if it's white and blue. If not, uh, you can call the, the CAA and they'll come pick it up for you. They
8: will. You know, great people. They hauled me away one day because I couldn't get the battery to work. The guy came along, hit the starter motor with a hammer.
5: Oh, see. And I thought it because you didn't know where to put the keys in the ignition. <laughs> no, I thought you that only that do
3: that with Fords. have to whack the <laughs> starter. Yeah,
8: just hit it with a hammer, and, he, and we drove away.
3: <laughs> By the way, it's not a hammer. It's a knockometer. We are techs. Okay.
5: <laughs> All right, Mike, take care. Have a great show. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.
3: This is Dave's Corner Garage.
5: We'll be back with your calls right after this break.
3: All right, we're going right back to the phones, and we're going to talk with Mary. Mary's in Brampton, and she's got a Pontiac
5: Bonneville. How? What year is that car, Mary?
1: It's a 2001. Okay. I believe in Crown. I do it every year. Perfect. And that's why it looks so beautiful still. Excellent. I love it. But it's <laughs> anyway. acting up. Yeah, um, two years I took it to Mr. Transmission because uh, I was getting that kick in the transmission, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I still experienced that. But as of yesterday, I was trying to get out of a parking spot in reverse, and there was a delay mm-hmm. in trying to reverse my car. Um, what is that? Should I take it to the dealer or to Mr. Transmission?
5: You could certainly go back to the Mr. Transmission shop because, I mean, the nice thing about Mr. T is that they do a free road test, okay? Yeah. So okay. what they're going to do is is you know first of all pull, lift the hood of the car check the fluid level which is what could possibly be all that's wrong at this point cuz once the fluid level is low it will cause that delay um and if it's low they're going to have to investigate as to why it may just be a small leak that can be fixed for a very reasonable cost um but and if it's more than that they'll be able to tell you at the same time. Yep. No, nothing yeah. No, and I'm not sure. I
1: did check the level and it was okay.
3: Uh-huh. So, so it's full, eh? Know.
1: It was fine. It looked good. It looked clean, and the level was, you know, great. Might uh, need
3: a filter change. It could be a filter that's getting plugged. I'd scoot okay. down there and just have a quick look.
1: Okay, great. Oh,
3: you're very All right. welcome. Thanks,
1: Thank Mary. You. You're uh, very welcome.
3: We Thanks, you too. Trevor yeah. was on the internet while we were on break, and uh, Lynn's question about the master
2: cylinder. On the Ultima.
3: Yeah, so Trevor found out there was a campaign at that time.
2: Yeah, there were. There's actually, uh, out, of, out of Nissan, they had a... Uh, uh, service, campaign. service campaign, yeah. a, a voluntary service campaign, as they call it, relating to uh, the brake pad wear and the master cylinder actually yeah. needing to.
3: So, if Linda, if you're listening, definitely take our advice. Get in touch with Nissan directly, being that it's a safety item. Uh, there really should be on top of that because uh, there's a lot of liability and stuff involved and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Amazing what you find on the Internet. Everything's on there. <laughs> yeah. It is absolutely everything. I didn't know how to work my wife's radio in the car, looked it up on the Internet, still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what? when you watch a video, you got to take it with a
5: grain of salt because sometimes they're just done by people who are having fun. Yeah. And they're not legitimate, you know, so you have to source it out. Um, if there's a question about it, look and see if there's a second one or a third one, and then do a comparative, because I've seen that.
3: A uh, big thing going on at Mossport today, they'll be uh, running cars from Saturday and Sunday. Expect almost 200 vehicles out there racing on the track mm-hmm. of all the different events that they've got. And there's an article in the Globe and Mail's driving section about the lack of mechanics in the industry. Big problem. And I know that because I teach it, and uh, the reality is we have trouble getting people to come into the industry as apprentices. So what, if, what's the name of the college that you work at? ATC, which is the Automotive Training Center. Uh, If you want to get into a job where you'll never, ever be out of work, Mm -hmm. which is very rare these days. uh, Remember, it's very technical nowadays. A lot of computer work, a lot of uh, electronics But there's still physical stuff to be done. Uh, The trades are the place to go, either mechanics, electricians, plumbers. Used to be everybody had to be a lawyer or teacher. Well, I got those. (laughs) 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 So now I want mechanics.
2: Well, Trevor, don't you do some of your training online, don't you? Uh, we we do training online as far as uh, our technical training for mm-hmm. updates on vehicle types and, and that. they change so often. And Every you do year CDs with them, right? Yep. Yeah, we do. We do. We used to do CDs. Now now everything can be done online. Yeah. But we still have uh, courses where it where it's hands on in person because you know you you can't replace that kind of training. There's a lot of good that online training can do. But we still also have a program where we do regional uh, training programs, and then we do in-shop training programs where we send our corporate representatives out to all our dealers to show them how to do it, assist them in training as well. Because it's it, it's a huge part of it. Because as as good as any product may be, if you don't apply it properly, if the technicians aren't properly trained, then the value of what you're getting is, is minimized. Yeah,
3: you know, and sometimes the, the customer asks for a modification. Like I hear you know, a guy with a BMW or a Porsche or something doesn't want holes drilled because mm-hmm. you know, he feels it'll devalue the car. The, the truth is, it's the other way around. Yeah, I know I see them wholesale. If they got holes drilled from you yep. people, the car brings more money. Yeah. Well, at the same time, you know, a lot of people's mentality is, you know,
5: more is better. Um, yep. When in a lot of cases yeah. <laughs> you, you, you yeah. can be, you know,
2: excessive with the stuff yeah. and can actually damage parts. Yeah. yeah. yeah and and, and that, that's a good that's a good point, Alan, because we get that from a lot of people because, you know, they'll say, oh, just soak it. I want to say it. But, <laughs> yeah. but, it's, but it's a little bit like with paint on a wall. Right. You know, putting more on doesn't mean you do a better job right yeah. and And so that's part of the education process, and Alan talked about it before. that's why in our shops we have windows so people can see the application so that they can understand you know what it's designed to do and and also what it won't do. All right, we're getting the uh, we're getting the signal too.
5: we got to wrap right. uh, saturday September, Saturday, June the seventeenth That's
3: right that's Crown's wash for a wish, yeah huh? we'll be out there with uh tapas. Exactly. Oh, Go you you lose <laughs> that story already.
5: Find your closest <laughs> Crown store. Donate ten bucks. Get a free
3: wash. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Website. Trevor. Website again he is crownwithak.com.
4: Beautiful. Uh,
3: again, thank you for joining us, nice Sebastian. Shirt. Thank you. Nice shirt, Dave. As usual. Um, thank uh, you for Walmart. Like, my shirt. I huh? like your it's shirt. Free. Whoa. And uh, Alan, thank you. Oh, that's one of the George ones. Yeah. What do you want for the $8? I mean it's a great <laughs> shirt. You know, you don't have to wash these shirts. You just throw them away and buy another one cuz it costs 6 bucks to get it clean. Have a great weekend we everybody. You get that shirt crowned. Drive safe
5: everyone. Enjoy the weekend. Bye bye. Bye bye.